I'd be down till quarter to three Would you lock the door? Will you still need me? Will you still feed me? When I'm 64 Welcome to this week's episode of Hey, I think we're good here. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jackson Metakekia. And I'm Matt West. And we're here getting to know the sport of volleyball through the life experiences our guests have to share with us. Come take a listen. Today's guest is all-time great wave, Kim Hill. Kim is a Champions League, Turkish League, and Italian League champion, two-time Club World Champion, World Grand Prix, and Volleyball Nations League winner, an Olympic bronze medalist, and the MVP of the 2014 World Championships, a tournament in which her team also won. Here's her story. Fireside, Sunday mornings, go for a ride, doing the garden, digging the weeds. Well, Kim, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Thanks. Welcome to the podcast, Kim. Thanks. We're actually super stoked to have you. We've been talking about having you for like weeks. I'm honored. I was like, we have to have a PNQ native, and this is it. Aside from me, yeah, you're in, you're from Oregon, right? Right, Portland. Let's go. I just drove down from Eugene today. I heard that. What were you doing in Eugene? And like, boy, how was the drive? Uh, one, I have a bunch of family in Eugene. Uncles, aunts, cousins. My brother lives up there. And I just like it. Huh. Interesting. And the drive was dope. The drive was like all trees. Can't okay. complain. Good. Who did you play for in Portland? Like a high school club? Yeah. N- Nike Northwest Juniors, but yeah, doesn't, doesn't exist thought. anymore. That's where Martine played too, right? Who? Bendorf? <laughs> or is she after your time? Well, no, yeah. What is, yeah. Who is that? She Ariel Bendorf. Is that a sister? Uh, no, Ar- that's Ariel Westendorf. Is she? Is she? Ariel thing- Usher? No, I know that. I know yeah. her. <laughs> um, She's younger. I think she's a year younger than me. So she'd be like 13. The name name is familiar. Maybe her mom was a coach or something. I don't know. I think she has a sister named Ariel. Does she? Or something. Older sister. Do you know what school she went to? She went to Oregon. Uh, Oh, high school? Central Catholic, maybe. That sounds... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Maybe. Maybe I know her. Maybe I don't. Um, how did you start being important because there's not a lot of volleyball yeah there's not there's not a ton of volleyball in oregon how'd you get how'd you get going that's an understatement um well um well i played a lot of sports i was too tall for them eventually (laughs) so i so i moved to volleyball and i started playing my older sister played and so for a club a small club in like Gresham, Oregon, called Mount Hood Volleyball Club. Yeah. So I started there when I was younger, like Mount Hood. Mount Hood. Yeah. Mount Hood, Mount Hood Volleyball Club. <laughs> and um, so I played that a couple of years, and then I kind of like outgrew it, like something. And then I think my high school, like school coach, knew about Nike Northwest Junior. She knew the what is it called, like the club director or something. Yeah. So then she was like, you should try out for this team because you've surpassed like, other teams. So that's what oh, I nice. How old were you? When I w- played for Nike? Yeah. I think I started 16s. How old were you when you started playing volleyball? I want to say 13. And at this point, were you already done with every other sport or were you still like dabbling in other stuff? I played basketball through high school. Oh, okay. So I played soccer until I switched to volleyball, until 13, and then I was playing basketball the whole time. Were you good? Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) No, my claim to fame is I was Oregon State 2A MVP. That's actually 2A, yeah. 2A is like what, like 500 kids? Sweet. (laughs) (laughs) It's all the small towns of Oregon. We played in some bizarre places, but... It was probably pretty cool at the time. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> the best part was that um, our state tournament was in, like, Pendleton, Oregon, which is, like... Oh, where, like, literally Pendleton is made. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, our family. If you know like what real flannels are, yeah, Pendleton. This is funny because each of my (laughs) sisters made it to state and we went to Pendleton, and our gift was this nice Pendleton blanket my parents got for us. But anyways, (laughs) so in the Pendleton Convention Center is they have the court from the old Phoenix Suns court, so we got to play on like it's pretty cool. That is actually yeah. So we're like playing the same court as Charles Barkley, you know, like it's pretty cool. That's a claim to fame. Yeah. Yeah, that's really rad. Yeah. Anything dealing with Charles, I'm a fan of. Right? Who doesn't love Charles? (laughs) I love Charles. Yeah. When did you start getting recruited? Is it? I'm guessing it was like right when you made the move. Yeah. To Nike Northwest. Did you guys start going to qualifiers or like what? What changed? Or you guys were just better, so more coaches were like, "We'll watch them." Versus Mount Hood. Yeah, I think it was a combo. I mean, like, Mount Hood, I was, like, 7th and 8th grade, pretty young. Okay. So then moving to, like, 16s, um, the club was better. We went to, I think, one qualifier, like, the Denver, the Denver, Colorado one. You guys didn't go to the one in Spokane? No. That's odd. Yeah, I don't know why we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I think we had, like, one shot, because, like, they didn't really expect us to, like, do anything big. So okay. it's, like, it's kind of a fun trip. Versus, yeah. like, Spokane was, like. Yeah. Sorry to anyone comes to Oh, Compton. Yeah. Yeah. So what was the question? Did I answer it? I don't remember. Yeah, when did you start getting recruited? That year. <laughs> <laughs> so I, like, joined the club. I was in it for, like, a few months maybe and, like, didn't expect to be recruited. Like, or I didn't really understand it. So my coach, like, emailed my parents. And, like, we had a sit-down dinner with my club coach, and he laid out my, like, recruiting plan because he knew it was going to be, like, overwhelming, you know what I mean? So it was, like... For sure. Yeah, yeah it was the best time of my life. Are you kidding? I feel like a rock star. <laughs> my dad still has a binder of the letters, you know, from For the sure. It was so fun. So being probably the best player in your region, how do you decide on a school? And having a binder full of options. I know. Yeah, right? Well, yeah. Well, the good thing was, like, my parents kind of, like, strongly suggested slash required that, like, I stay on the West Coast-ish or the Western half of the United States. Yeah, for sure. And, like, I kind of wanted to get away from home. Like, even, like, Seattle was too close. Like, in hindsight, it wouldn't have been too close. But, like. No, but still, it's, like, it's close enough where they were, like, oh, I could go to every game. Don't talk, they don't listen to this. And um, so I wanted to get away. And like my a couple of my sisters went to school in California. And so I was looking for like, I came from a small high school, a small Christian high school. So like, I would have loved to go to a small school if I could. And then like, but like a D1 program. And, and that way, like Pepperdine was like the perfect combination, kind of. Where else were you getting looked at? Where else were you getting looked at and were actually considering before choosing Pepperdine? Yeah, um, I was looking at Pac-10 schools. Um, probably I was most interested in um, Washington. You know? yeah. And Oregon for a while was like Up big there. too. Yeah. What was the kicker to not go to Oregon? It was too close? Yeah, seriously. Kind of. Or was it like, it was kind of too close. I've heard some wild stuff about their coaching staff back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Uh, can I say the names? I don't, know how, like, yeah. I don't know, but I think we know. Yeah, we're, we're yeah, yeah, yeah. About wild, that. yeah. A little bit wild stuff, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it was a little bit too close to home. And I think it was like a little bit intimidating to me. It was like big, and I went for a visit there, and I think it was like just didn't feel right. So, I'm like a big, like it feels right kind of thing, person. So, I feel you. I remember when I went to SC on my visit, and I met like I don't know if he was like athletic director. I don't know what he really was, or he was like a part of. The guy who like does all the, the tutoring, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah," like, and he kept pointing, like, pressing on my chest, and like the one thing I hate is when people touch me, so he keeps like pushing on my chest, and my mom's like <laughs> kind of like holding me, and Bill Ferguson's like, "What's wrong with Matt? Like, what's his deal?" And then this guy's like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll give you my card," and Fergie's like, "We can't, you can't do that, that's illegal." Yeah, and then he's like, "Yeah, yeah, well, like, well, I'll give you my number." And Fergie's like, he can't talk to you. And I was like, at that point, I was like, you guys are a disaster over there. I don't know what's going on, but. Yeah, yeah but you can get a lot from like what a school's like, a program's like, even just like a few yeah. interactions. That's how I was at USC too. It yeah. freaked me out. My mom hated it and I hated it. Yeah, as soon as, like, and as soon as they put me on the golf cart, I was like, I'm not a football player. Yeah. Like, I'm just a volleyball player. Let's be honest here. 
but th- but those are also fun a little bit. No, they are cool. You know? But like, I don't know how your trip or your recruiting visit was at Pep, but like we just walked it, and I just walked with Marv the whole time, and my dad walked with Dave the whole time, and my mom walked with Alex, and we just talked shop for like four hours. Was it like that with you and Nina? I can't remember. Really? Yeah. I think it was super memorable for you then. <laughs> <laughs> I have a bad memory in general, but I remember I liked it. I don't think we, yeah, I don't think we need a golf cart or anything. I think yeah. we walked around a lot. Then I remember my dad being like, you're going to need a car at some point. Yeah, so Kim, at the end of the day, what made you choose Pepperdine? Was it just the values of the school or what was it? It was a combo of those things. Like I said, like small school and whatever, big D1 program that was like relatively successful. And then once I got on the campus, it like kind of affirmed it for me. I was like, yeah. I yeah, like it's, it's one of the most beautiful campuses in the world. One of, I would argue the. Did you go on a nice day? Do you remember that? Yeah. God damn, I went on the worst day ever. <laughs> I couldn't see anything. And I was like, this school sucks. The architecture is weak. I just like, I <laughs> just. from UW. Yeah, like, I just yeah. saw the UW and like I had taken a trip to like UCLA and Stanford and SC and I, and. Even Santa Barbara was like, all right, at least it was a nice day at like IV. And then Pepperdine was the last one and it was like June gloom. And I was like, are you kidding me, man? This place is overrated. <laughs> I'll never go here. And I committed like a week later. Oh. Can I do yeah. it aside? I visited, this is like so random, the Taj Mahal on the cloudiest, foggiest day of the freaking year. You couldn't even see the Taj Mahal. We had to wait for like three extra hours out of our schedule to even like see the outline of it. Like what are, anyway. Weather really determines a lot. So then when that's, you, a gr- that's a great side note. <laughs> when you walked into Pep, what position were you? Middle. Okay. And <laughs> a middle in high school played all the way around. Uh, that's the dream. That's what Aaron Russell did too. Uh, he was a middle and he would just hit really? two balls. Yeah, he was a middle growing uh, up until he was a freshman at Penn State. And then they started, not even his sophomore year at Penn State. And then they're like, you should learn how to pass and like play all the way around. Uh, yeah, not you. You played, because even my freshman year, your senior year, you were like a middle opposite. Yeah, I was an opposite that like hit slides. All yeah, the time. which is sick. It was awesome. That team was so cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can get real creative. Yeah, it was so fun. So we had like our middle running like an A or whatever you call it, like the back tight quick or whatever. Yeah. And then me on the slide like one foot. It's so a both of us are going off one foot, and it was like one after the other. It was. Did you at any point in time, through your collegiate career, think like? I th- I'm thinking about national team. I think national team could be in my future. No. Never. When did that come about then? Um, my fifth year, I was playing only beach, and my, like, best friend and teammate's mom, like, suggested we go to the tryout, like, two days before the tryout. She was like, USA's having the tryout. Like, you guys should go. And we were like <laughs> – no thanks you know like it was our spring break i went to go on our spring break blah, blah, blah. and like also like why and she's like oh it'd be so fun blah blah maybe you can make like a what was it a 20 a2 or a2. something yeah. Oh, yeah one of those teams and like sweated over it for like three hours and like panicked and then went for fun this is history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. how did how did they like how do they go about the selection process? Not like how do they like grade you or anything, but like how long does it take for them to say like, hey, Kim Hill, you're coming to the USA gym? Like as far as the tryout goes or like after the tryout? After the tryout. Yeah, I don't know. I think like post-tryout, like a few weeks later or a week later, I don't remember exactly. Like I got an email from Karch like inviting me to like a long tryout, which was like, did you just hear my whistle in my mouth? <laughs> <laughs> It's like, it was like <laughs> sorry, it was like a two month tryout. Okay. And then it was like, we'll evaluate how you did after that and see if you have a place, whatever. But like, I think that's what it was, like an email a few weeks later. Do you, did you try out as an outside? No, I tried out as an opposite. And then I think the tryout was like three days or something. And so the first two days I was an opposite, opposite. And then the last day they kind of separated like a group who was like had some potential or like, well, whatever you 
hot. And then they moved me to outside that day. How'd you do? How did, do you remember? I remember being like, I felt like I was in a tornado. Like I was like, here I go. <laughs> I'm trying to like to go and like hadn't really ever. And felt, I didn't even like, even like making a blocky move to my left felt so bizarre. I was like, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> it was weird. I must have gone okay. <laughs> yeah, so then what were you did you know you were gonna go in as an outside like did they put that in the email like hey kim just to let you know we didn't select you as an opposite we want you coming here i think so as a receiver i think so or i think maybe even in the tryout they were like they might have even told me the tryout like you're probably not gonna you're not strong enough as an opposite or whatever but we think yeah. you fit better here so i was kind of i don't know if they said it explicitly in the email but like I kind of knew at that point i was like i'm not gonna be as an opposite i kind of knew i wasn't gonna were you Oh man, I'd be so nervous. How nervous were you walking in the first day being like, all right, we're playing with the Mikasa. I'm not a receiver. And here we go. Yeah, I was horrifying a little bit. <laughs> the best thing was, is it was like, I got in there like a couple of days before the whole group got back in. So I got in and there was still a smaller group of like maybe less than 10 girls or something. Okay. So like, I got to like start kind of slow. My first day, I was still like scared to death, but it was like me and like Cassidy looking in my like car, just like on a court. So like, I got to like ease myself into it, but like, I was scared for sure. Oh, gosh, that was like so when So when the actual practices start, what's your mindset? Um, the mindset is like, oh my gosh, I'm passing next to Jordan Larson. Let's have some fun, you know? <laughs> you know, like it was like pure, like let's enjoy it because like, I'm here for two months and probably not a day more. So like, heck, I'm going to like drink it, everything Karch says. And, you know, that was kind of the thing. What was the turning point that summer? Or like, what was the first tournament you went to where you're like, okay, I'm actually have a chance at this. Or was there like a moment even that summer, like in the first week or two weeks where like, I'm getting it. No, <laughs> I don't think so. How long did that take for it to like settle in? We're like, okay, I'm getting it a little bit here. I mean, like, so I felt relatively safe was probably not until the last tournament of that summer. Which, which was? Pan Am Cup. Okay. No, 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 North Seca, I think. And that was when kind of, cause some of the older girls were like kind of taking the summer off or going slow. And then they came back for that tournament. Like Jordan came back, Fluke maybe came back or some other girls. So like if I made that tournament, I was kind of like, kind of in the group a little yeah. bit more, you know, versus like the beginning of the summer, it was all new young girls. And like, I remember making the first PNM cup. I think that's what it was in like Peru. And I was stoked and I was like, oh my gosh, I made an actual roster. But I think when I felt like I like kind of had a little bit more of an in was at the end. And yeah. what year was this? Do you remember? 2013. 2013? Yeah. Sick. Do you have one summer? Oh, this is incredible. So then Yeah, the that that is incredible. So what's what's your first what's the first year you go abroad to? Was it to Poland? Poland. To Poland. And then and you went as a receiver, I'm guessing. Yeah. They're like USA, like you have to go as a receiver. Yeah, you have yeah. to learn how to do this. I wouldn't have wanted to go any, anything else. Yeah, yeah for I sure. Yeah. What um Oh my God. It's just like, this is just so wild to wrap your head around because it happens so fast. So fast. So fast. Yeah. Did you go in like, all right, I'm just a blind squirrel. Like, tell me what to do. Or were you like, did you have, did you have any idea what the hell was going to happen going into that season? Like, you were just like, all right, I'm just going to like figure out how to pass. Like, did you have any kind of a plan or you're just like, I'm just going to be the best me I can be. The Poland? Yeah. I don't think I had a plan at all. I think I was like, I don't know. I think I was just like wide-eyed, like excited to go, like go overseas for the first time, yeah. like make some money, blah, blah, blah. But like, I don't think I had any expectations really. I think most of it was, it, it's so new and every experience That's is like so the new. best way to go about it. Yeah. Though. It's just like wide-eyed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like it was also hard because you get like, it was a tough season. I got like knocked down a few times. Like it was hard. Yeah. But yeah, I think I had zero expectations, which helped. But it also what about hard because like as an American player going overseas, like I don't know, Americans always have this pride, you know, especially coming from college or whatever. And like to go overseas, like I think most college players like kind of get a rude awakening a little bit, you know? 
don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would definitely agree. Yeah. Sure. So what about in the USA gym? Did you were you kind of a lone soldier or did you get any get under anyone's wing or what was that about? I think uh, I think the good thing about USA and the group was like it was a group of all solid people and like really welcoming like nice girls who like like I said were really welcoming and like that group was like Kristen Hildebrand like Courtney Thompson like Lauren Paulini and they were like all really nice and like especially Kristen Hildebrand's like such a sweetie and like my same position so she like for sure helped me and talked me through things and like made me feel at home so I was really lucky there weren't like some like older bitch girls who were like young girl coming in trying to take my spot you know like, yeah. nobody was like that it was like, totally yeah which is literally what Jordan said like the quad before yeah. exactly and they were like we are not having that again like that was miserable that's what I've heard stories yeah 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 I'm grateful I wasn't a part of that because I would have not lasted long so then what was like what's one thing that you learned in Poland like out of like one of your trials that like not stuck with you for the rest of your career but definitely stuck with you going into 2014 that next summer Oof. we're like this is really hard but reflecting back you're like that was huge mm, wow, that's a good question. I think like I the biggest thing I learned was like controlling what you can control and as cliche as that is like in that season like I wasn't really starting much I had a coach who was trying to teach me things that were counter like the complete opposite of what we were learning in the USA and like like basically almost made me cry like often because it was so hard and like teaching me other things were like I was not learning that way blah 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 and it yeah. got to the point where like like in practice I have to do what he says blah 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 and like somehow find a way to keep my strength mentally you know and like I couldn't control how I was playing I couldn't control how practices were going or like even my coach really even thought of me so like I don't know I think it was just a toughening you know where like after that season I was like oh my gosh I can do kind of anything I can survive yeah. anywhere and yeah be fine and thankfully it got easier after that but that was the perfect first season kind of situation I feel like a lot of players go through that but like so many just give up mm-hmm like it's your first year. It's like your freshman year of college. Yeah. It's like you're homesick. Things just aren't as you expected. Like maybe you have somebody back home you really want to see or whatever. And like you just have to get through it. And then the second one's always better. Like you could go totally. to an even worse place. Totally. <laughs> and then you're just like, I know how to do this. For sure. If I know I how to go to the grocery yeah. store. If I went back to Poland now, I think I would have really liked it. Yeah. You know, like it would be great. But like. I remember my friend telling me that, like, when I was, like, in the dark winter of my first season. She was like, it's your first season. Like, it sucks. Like, no matter what, you're really lonely. It's just yeah. going to suck because your first season. I was like, no, it's always like this. No, you know. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's people that play in, like, some amazing places. And they're just like, I hate it. It's like, yeah. how can you? How? <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. Different for everyone. So then you go into 2014 and you go into the gym and is it this like huge sigh of relief that's like oh, i'm finally home like i'm back to something i know oh my gosh totally <laughs> i was so happy to get back into the gym and like people like taught things i thought were correct and like believing in what i was doing and like not yeah doubting everything the coach says you know that's why that summer was fun because it was like i had such a bad year overseas and like all i wanted to do was like come into the gym and like get better you know yeah it was like a relief yeah yeah so kim as you're going through that of disagreeing with what's being taught and whatever how, how do you deal with that that's a good question i don't know maddie said tears she's like i just cry i cried a lot i cried yeah, i think i cried I, even in practice i don't know if there's too. a right answer to that but no, I, yeah, and there isn't, an, I don't know, like, I tried a few times to have conversations with my coaches, and, like, they tried to, they acted like they were, like, really open to listening to me, like, let's have a conversation about it, and I'd be like, okay, well, like, this is what I was doing last summer, and I felt like it was working well, and he would just be like, okay, but no, this works better, and I was like, 
why are you even having a conversation with me if like you're not going to even listen to me if they're just going to dismiss you right off the bat exactly exactly if you don't want to hear my opinion don't ask for it you know or like you're not gonna listen (laughs) for sure (laughs) so yeah Yeah. like nice for sure tears i was crying and like survival mode i had like a few teammates who i loved who like were kind of in the same boat other foreigners and we just like commiserated together we're like miserable you know together which was great yeah and they helped me survive at that point it was like i was counting down the i had like counting down to the day of like (laughs) 45 more days 44 more days (laughs) like it I go home it was like it was tough but but you survived yeah that's like what it's all there I mean I think like at any point in your life there are moments where you're just like this is a survival Mm -hmm. this is not like gonna be enjoyable there are gonna be moments where like this just sucks yeah like even when you play in like long tournaments like day like six seven eight you're just like this is miserable (laughs) and nobody's having fun nobody like no but like no but across the board you walk into breakfast and you're like we're all in the same boat (laughs) it's just like who's gonna tough this one out tonight Mm -hmm. like who's gonna be the absolute aggressor yeah i think that's where the great comes out though for sure yeah i mean like so then you walk in so you walk in in 2014 and like like yes it's like puppies and rainbows. This is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. And then what is, what are you personally thinking of? And like, how is it in cahoots with the rest of the team of like, this is going to be our process leading into the world championship? Well, that summer was funny because we played Grand Prix, our like four or five week tournament, whatever. Yeah, and Jordan said it was a disaster. A disaster. <laughs> it didn't even make the finals <laughs> week, which never happened. Like, it was so bad. Oh my gosh, like, Karch, like, one time got so mad, he, like, hit the buzzer, like, to do a timeout and, like, cut his hand open, like, he was so mad. We were, like, we were, we were really mad. So that's why, like, that was the best thing that ever happened to us, because we got back in the gym, and they were kind of kicking our asses, and we were, like, having to grind. We're, like, we are shit. We have world champs in, like, two months or whatever it was. Like, we don't have much time. So that's why everybody was just, like, pedal to the metal we have to grind and like get better and that's why it was weird like I remember that summer when we were leaving for world champs it was like not that we weren't ready but it was like we're in the middle of learning stuff we still have to keep learning it you know what I mean like it was it wasn't like we're like we're done we're ready it was more like I don't know we were just still so in like learning getting better mode that it was like the tournament was interrupting that almost it was weird the process was still in motion yeah and we were all so excited about the process and like so into it yeah it was weird but that's kind of what helped us probably is we were still just like yeah, still going like this, you know? Like it's going a, like, yeah, it's almost like being naive to the moment. Totally. You're just like, we're here. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so what's next? Yeah. Yeah. So then going through it, did you realize at any point in time you're like, I'm having a pretty good tournament? Or were you just like totally naive to the moment where you're just like, just playing? Like as long as the team's doing well, we're all doing good just playing ball yeah 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 totally and i remember at some point like mid tournament like having a meeting with cards like a check-in and he was like you're having a pretty nice tournament and i was like like he thinks i'm having a good tournament like i'm just carrying my weight you know what i mean like yeah. trying to like not be the yeah the, what is like the ball and chain the like the, yeah like the black sheep yeah that something like, like that yeah yeah i just want to like keep up with everyone and like not be the reason we're losing points so I don't think I ever had that because when they like sat his MVP, I was like, no, 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 like this has to be a mistake. It was hilarious, actually. That was fun. <laughs> Good times. That's so sick. Yeah. You sick. went from like a tryout kid, which I know we're just totally selling USA stuff right here, but <laughs> you went from a tryout kid playing opposite to like one year abroad outside to MVP World Championship. It's kind of weird. Isn't it funny? It's funny to say it out loud because you're guys like, this is so amazing. It's so obscure that it it makes it funny. Totally. Yeah. Like, yeah. Did you ever think about it? Like, because you guys played in World Cup prior to the, or like going into the Olympics and stuff. Yeah. Did you think about it at like every tournament after that where like I was the MVP of world championships, like there's this extra pressure or was it just like, that was cool. 
I think probably like maybe up to like a year after. Like I remember like I played in Italy the next season. The World Champs were in Italy, and then I went to Italy the next season. Yeah. There was like kind of like a little bit of a hype of like oh, <laughs> a little bit of pressure. MVP, yeah. yeah. And I remember thinking that, and like I think through that season too, it like gave me a confidence boost of like I do sure. deserve to be here, you know, that kind of thing. But then like, especially like USA, like everybody's so good that it's you go back in the summer and everybody's you know the same level, yeah. you know. So it didn't last long. When did you? I love. I mean, I I didn't ask Jordan because I was like, you seem like you're pretty much in the mix like every year. You know, this doesn't really matter. <laughs> but like, when did you? When did you learn you were going to the Olympics for sure? Mm. How close to the tournament was it? Well, they like he officially told us. I want to say like three weeks before. Like that summer leading up to it, like in the few months leading up to it, like I had a pretty good idea because of like I had been playing in tournaments leading up to it. Also, Karch kind of said like high likelihood you're going to be going okay. so like i kind of had an idea but like it's also a little bit scary you know like you're still a yeah. young one and like you don't really know what's going to happen so the official word was probably like three weeks, three weeks yeah. did it like did your mindset change once you found out you were going like was there obviously there has to be some like sigh of relief for sure because they're like yes i did it yeah. but then it's like okay now new goal like now okay now it's like gold medal or bust Totally. What was your guys' thought or, like, mentality going into that tournament? And, like, was it different from World Championships? Or was it, like, the same process? Like, that, like, thought of learning? Or, like... It was different. Because I think it was, like, World Champs is, like, on our path to arriving to the Olympics. You know what I mean? And the Olympics, like, we wanted to be and were, like, the top of our game. Like... For sure. Had it together. Like, felt good about it. And we, I think we were there. We like felt all, we, we all felt confident. We all felt good in our roles. We felt good as a team and like, we were like ready, you know, just that, exactly how you want to feel, I think, going into it. So I think we, yeah, prepared well. We could have, even though it didn't turn out like we wanted. <laughs> what? Why do you, do you think like, do you ever look back and like, God, I wish I would have changed this or like, I wish we would have done this? Or do you, are you pretty okay with being like, Serbia was just better than us? No. I mean, I would, I would, uh, yeah, it'd it be still easier hurts. to say, yeah. A part of me will always yeah. hate Serbia and I have Serbian friends on the team, but like, there's something like, it, it's, I think it will always hurt the rest of my life a little bit. For sure. And like, for sure, there are things. I don't know. It's hard because like leading up to it, like I wouldn't change anything. How we prepared, yeah. how we were as a team, we were good. Like me personally, like I didn't play great in the Serbia match and I got benched. So like I'll always have that of like I wish I would have played better. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Did that ever like put after that match, did that put like wood on the fire to be like, that's never happening again? Or is it just like it's a one-time thing. Just get over it. Just move on. For me personally, yeah. um, I think a little bit, like immediately after. But like, I don't know. I've played so many matches since then, like big important matches where yeah. like I played good and I played not great, you know. And I don't know. At some point, like it's just like how sports go. As much as it sucks, for you sure. Know? So yeah. and like even as much as it hurts me, like. Kelsey came in for me and played really well. Yeah. So at that point, it's like, that's what she's there for our team. That's what, why yeah. our team, you know? And like, yeah. if we would have won that match, like, it would have been amazing and I wouldn't have had any regrets, you know? Or I don't know. I don't for know sure. if I'm saying this right, but like, yeah. I don't know. I think, and especially like coming back for like another four years, like I said, we did everything leading up to that right. So like, I think it's kind of, and we still lost you know, which can happen yeah. by a few points, you know, it was like so close. So like, it's almost like a release of like, we're going to do everything we can in these four years and like, it can still not go our way. So like, it's more about like the relationships and the journey and that kind of stuff yeah. than like the gold medal, you know? For sure. How did, sorry. so, uh, so can I go back? Yeah. So Kim, with college girls, 
They are a species of their own, for sure. Uh, what recommendations would you give them to just be self-fulfilled? For me, it's always been like knowing who I am outside of volleyball, you know, and like Bird. knowing why I'm here, why, why I've chosen to be on this team or this school or whatever, and like being confident in who I am outside of the court and the person I am. And then like, yeah. and then it takes the pressure off of volleyball because volleyball is just a bonus. You know, it's like this amazing opportunity to like play this game and like accomplish things or meet people, but like, that's not it. So I don't know. That's what's helped for me. And even now, like having uh, friends outside of volleyball or like a life outside of volleyball, like, I don't know. That helps. Oh, that's beautiful. And it's hard too when you're like in college and like your life kind of revolves around your life. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like taking up all your time. It's like school and blah, 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 blah. But like, even if you don't have time to like pursue other activities, which I encourage you to can, but like, even if you can't, like there's also like, I think some mental training you have to do to, like I said, understand who you are outside of it, you know? Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. That can be hard. That's awesome. Yeah. And for you, you're like pretty, you're deep in your faith, yeah? Yeah. Does that help you a lot when like yeah. times like that? For sure. And in college, it helped me a lot because like college was hard. Like my coaches were up my ass. So. <laughs> Except for my freshman year, the next three, like they were hard on me, like really hard. And I like hated playing. I hated going to practice. I like wish I was praying to get injured, <laughs> which sounds terrible. But like, and that was kind of something that got me through it really. Yeah. Yeah how like in what way they just like crushed you every day or they were just like you have to be better or what yeah or all of the above kind of all of the above I was like when I was a senior or when I was a freshman Julie Rubenstein was a senior yeah and she said she was nine minutes in the coach's whipping post and she kind of said they always have to have a whipping post and she was them when she left she was like someone else is gonna have to do it and it was me and they just I think they had someone I think they saw potentially me and like also I was a big recruit so there was some sort of pressure of like I don't know pan out yeah yeah kind of so I think like they expected a lot of me and maybe I wasn't fulfilling that and so they didn't really know how to get that out of me or something so they were just kind of on me all the time and like kind of said some things to me so it was hard it sucks because I don't want to say like it worked but it I'm, it's don't not, say it. This is it's, why. I, yeah, yeah, I know that sucks because I don't want to say it works because yeah, it's still not right what they did, right? But like, it, it the only reason it worked is because it was a culmination of like everybody coming together, not just like you having a great senior year. Like Leela played really well. Yeah, Emily Cook played really well. Yeah. Uh, Victoria played really well. Kelly Wooliver had like the season of her career. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it like all culminated to you guys going to the Elite Eight. Yeah. And then losing to Essie, who was like five star recruits all the way around. Yeah. And like some. Yeah. Just, the fifth set. Yeah. In Hawaii. Like I remember watching it in my dorm room and I was just like, I can't believe they're there. Yeah. Like they're just some yeah. small WCC school that went undefeated in conference. And like those and they are our friends. Those are <laughs> our girls. We're right doing there. it. So I was yeah. like, oh my god, we're doing it. That was fun. Yeah, because we all thought we were like they're gonna get crushed, and then Aww. they came out and they were balling, and we were like, oh my god, we might win. They might win it. Dude. We might. <laughs> but we were thinking, about, we were like, we might go to a final four. Like we might fly out and go watch Aww. these kids in a final four. We were so close. We could have. Yeah, we were right it was there. close. What was more heartbreaking, that or losing the semis? In the Olympics? Yeah. On <laughs> the Olympics, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. How Come on, guys, man. <laughs> how did you guys bounce back? I asked Micah Christensen the same thing. I was like, because they were like this close. We were too. Yeah, I mean. We were ahead 13-10 too, or 13-10, something like yeah, that. Yeah, but they were up 2-1 with the lead in the fourth. And then Zaita just said like, not nah, fam. Four in a row. Hurts. You know what I mean? But how did you guys, because he was like, it was just devastation for two days. Exactly. That's the perfect word. Like, absolute devastation. And you know what helped us? I don't know if somebody else mentioned this, but um, I think the day after we lost, we got uh, Carrie Walsh sent us, sent Karch an email. 
because they had just done the same thing. They had just lost in the semis and had to play yeah. the, the bronze medal match. And she sent him an email and was like, to encourage us and was like, you guys, this is going to be the grittiest, hardest match you will ever play in your life. She's like, you will never even have anything close to this as far as emotions and hurt and all this kind of stuff. And she said, but if you pull it out, it will be the, the proudest thing you've ever done in your life. I the chills a little bit. <laughs> That's embarrassing. Um, but she was right. And like, that kind of got me pumped because I was like, we were all like in despair of like, I don't want a fucking bronze, you know, I mean, we yeah. didn't, but like, you don't want a bronze medal and like the gold was right there. And so, yeah, it was like for sure a solid 24 hours of like, devastation and like going to practice the day after whatever was like horrible and um yeah I don't know I think her email like for me helped a ton I like, remember talking to Marv like walking into it and he's like I hope we don't get silver and I was like I would you, I would figure you like don't want a place or like you don't want bronze and he goes no 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 bronze and gold are the best because you win them silver you lose it He's like, you see the bronze medalists and they're like the happiest people in the world next to the gold medalists. And you see like the silver medalists and they're just in tears. And he's like, you win a bronze, you lose a silver. And I was like, all right. Like, I'll, I was like, okay, okay. And I like looked out for it and I was watching. And I was like, those silver medalists look beat. Mm -hmm. Those poor <laughs> bastards. I think that's yeah. totally true. And like, I've done both. I've lost in big matches and had silver and that to have to go on a podium after that loss sucks <laughs> so i would say yeah bronze the for bronze sure what, and then mike michael christensen was like fourth is the worst because you're, like, you're like you are one of the best teams in the world mm -hmm. but you just weren't <laughs> yeah. good enough for like one match mm -hmm. you know he's like fourth is the worst in the olympics the worst and one of my closest friends is robin decry who's on the dutch yeah, team yeah. we beat them in the bronze medal match, and we always joke about it. And I'm always like, yeah, we fucking lost, and we got bronze. And she's like, you have a medal. She's like, we were right there, and we couldn't get a medal. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, that's true. Totally. You know. That is very true. Jesus. So then, was it, like, going into the next this next squad, like, how much, how much has changed between you and, like, the team dynamic of – is it gold or bust for you guys? Or is it like, okay, we just need to do better than bronze? Or is it just like, okay, we just have to work on the process and whatever happens, happens? Because that was your guys' mentality in 2016, right? It was just like, we're process-based. Whatever happens, happens. We obviously know what the end goal is, but like, do you guys talk about it more often now? Like, this is what we want or less or? Uh, you know what? Uh, I think maybe less, like, last squad we had like on our whiteboard like every day was like rio 2016 and like we haven't had near as much tokyo 2020 as we did last time okay. and i don't know what the reasoning for that or whatever is but it's been different for sure i think also because this quad we've gone through so many changes as far as personnel and like yeah. girls and the team coming and going and all that kind of stuff so i mean like the goal has always been there it's always going to be the gold medal no matter because we've never gotten it you know especially um, but I don't know, it's been different for sure. And like, because we've had so many ups and downs, like <laughs> we haven't been quite as confident in being able to reach that goal. I don't think as we were at last quad, last quad, we were like, we're doing it for sure. I remember like in the, in the, the Rio Olympics, China lost to like Holland or something. And China was the team to beat. And we were watching in our hotel room and Kelly Murphy looked at me and she was like, we're winning a fucking gold medal. This China just lost, and we're like, "Fuck yeah, we are!" Like, they just, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Yeah, yeah, you're good. Um, anyways, but like, we were that confident that we could, you know? Yeah. And <laughs> it's been a little different. <laughs> this squad. What do you feel like in this squad has been like the the biggest thing where you're just like, we got to fix that. Ooh. Like was. Well, actually, here's a better question. Was the turning point – you guys have to walk into this world championship with pressure because it's like you're the reigning world champions and then you guys didn't put this display you wanted to on. Do you feel like that changed – did that change, like, the evolution of your process of, like, we need to fix a lot of things 
or was it just like it's a fluke it happens don't worry about it like we'll just move on from it no uh the first <laughs> the first part like we it like shook us for sure and especially our like staff and program like was it like a reality check kind of shake or was it just like a no for sure it was a reaction because also before that we played vnl which is the first grueling long tournament and we won which is like amazing so we were kind of like we're cru- not we're cruising but like we got something good going here like we kind of got it you know yeah. and then we go to world champs and like kind of get our butts kicked and so like after that for sure we were like okay we don't have figured out like something is broken and like we're not winning anything like this you know that's why last summer was a bit tumultuous as far as people coming and going and like figuring out starting lineups which we're still figuring out you know like that kind of stuff so yeah yeah so walk us through last summer you decided to take a couple weeks off what was the reasoning actually probably more than a couple weeks um so the summer before was really tough like I went came home from my season overseas and had I think like three days or something and then I went immediately to VNL which is like five six five week tournament and then like a 10 day finals it's like seven yeah I was gonna say yeah it's almost seven weeks seven weeks and it's non-stop flying around the world and so like basically that summer was like non-stop and like I counted the days at home and I was home like 56 days of the whole freaking year. And it was like kind of awful. It was nonstop. So then like coming back the next summer, I was like mentally done. And like, I was going to have an extra week more than some other girls because my season went longer, blah, blah. And, um, Karch like called me the night before I was supposed to start and was like, are you, how are you feeling? You ready to start tomorrow? And I was like, no, I'm not. Like I'm kind of dreading going to the gym. I'm not ready. And he was great. And like, it's like, okay, like, this is important. And so I got to, like, I stayed home and didn't go in the gym for another, like, two weeks or something, or maybe one week. And then I slowly came into the gym and was, like, slowly building my way up. And it was, like, awesome. Like, so nice to have that bird because I was, like, so fried. Like, so done. Yeah. It was, it was a tough, like, two years, basically. Yeah, man. It's a grind. It's a grind. I don't know... And like, this is probably the, this is either the best or worst thing that's going to happen to like every international federation around the world for sports, because some people are going to be like, I really love spending time with my family. I don't want to play volleyball Mm -hmm. anymore. And some people are like, I love this so much. Like I need it back. Yeah. Like I'm suspecting you're in a situation like Maddie Anderson, where he's just like, I can't do this anymore. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I just need a little bit of a break, yeah, which makes sense. Yeah, it's like, a little bit sad because you have these, like, top-level players who, like, actually want to be playing. Yeah. But, like, because of the schedule, like, it burns everybody out, you know? And, yeah. like, if we had, like, something more sustainable where, like, there was an off-season period. Like, we don't have any off-season. So, like, yeah. even if it was, like, a month or, like, something – people would want to play longer for sure. I mean, I don't know if I would, but like people would, you know? <laughs> so it's well, I mean, a like, there's a reason Jordan retired twice. Yeah. Like he, it's hard to give it up. Yeah. Everybody needs to take a yeah. little bit of a break for when sure. you're giving so much of yourself to a sport. Yeah. Hopefully they'll change something. Like we've been trying to get after the FIBB to change the schedule. Yeah. You've been a very vocal presence against like the scheduling. I really haven't, this is what's funny to me is I really feel like I haven't done much. I posted like one time on my um, like Instagram, like yeah, players like a, need more rest. You're and, like a pretty quiet person though. Yeah, so if you true. say something, yeah. then it's like, oh, this should be brought to everyone's attention. Yeah, but it's yeah. funny because people messaged me, like even coaches, like prominent coaches were like, thank you for saying something. I'm like, you haven't said shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I know I should be saying something I need to do, but like you have power too, you know, like right. a little bit like, I don't know. I don't know else, but yeah kind of get to the point where you're like, screw it. Like, how am I going to say some things? Who is, you know? Or yeah. like, I don't have anything to lose at this point, really. So. No, not at all. It's not money. That's it. That's <laughs> <laughs> something. <laughs> yeah. So then how's your team, um, like, using this time now? Because I'm guessing, like, a year to fix a problem, even two years, it's not even a year. It's, like, yeah. a grand total of, like, maybe five months. Mm-hmm. 
post world championships to like fix this has this been like a total blessing in disguise for you guys of like this is getting postponed yeah. to like help you guys 100 percent. like initial reactions were like oh no <laughs> a whole nother year but like in hindsight like we all kind of said like maybe we shouldn't have seen this but like we were all kind of like if we had to play the olympics this summer we wouldn't win a medal like we don't we weren't good enough this summer but we have the potential to be if we have more time to put some stuff together so we have a whole freaking other year to like fix it all and like make it worth our while to like recommit ourselves not just that but to like believe in it more you know i think that's the biggest thing like we didn't really believe in ourselves before this summer but like to have a whole year to like get that back i think that will change everything i hope it's like it's exciting before i was like not super optimistic about going whatever winning anything like i said but like now i'm excited about it and like believe that we can do it and like i want to like make it better which we all kind of feel it also like gives that, other teams that's to, huge yeah yeah and like in reverse it gives other teams the chance to like not figure it out uh, a little <laughs> dissension among my italian teammates <laughs> yeah no. it's like yeah. For the other, like, best or over figure it out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, like. That will be interesting. Huge. That's what will be interesting if other teams are, like, growing too or, like, because obviously no one's able to practice and, like, yeah, do like anything. Yeah, like, Serbia just got a gym. And I yeah, think but, Serbia and Poland just got in the gym. But yeah, I don't but, know how in the gym they actually are. And I heard a rumor. I don't know if I can say this. I heard a Whatever. rumor one of the men's Serbian teams – got diagnosed with COVID. Yeah, and so it got shut Siavich. down. Yeah, and so it all got shut down. Women's yeah. men, so they're not practicing. Yeah, Antonis Siavich has COVID. Yeah, and another player too, I yeah. think. Um, and another guy? Jeez. So they're not practicing. Nobody's practicing. So like the only thing we can do right now is like build relationships kind of, which like is- Zoom calls. Zoom calls, which is what we're doing, you know, and like working on that. So like, and honestly, I would, from what I've heard from other national teams, I don't think they're doing that. You know, so hopefully yeah. that will work to our advantage, you know, yeah. at some point. Totally. Well, Kim, I think we're good here. <laughs> oh. I think we're good here. Kim gets it because she's away. I get it. I think we're good here. <laughs> Kim's, <laughs> Kim's away, so she gets it. She immediately got it. She just, she goes, uh-huh. I know. When I saw the name of the podcast, I was like, oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Kim, thank you so much for your time, dude. I we really appreciate it. Yeah, this is awesome. My pleasure. It was actually a pleasure for me. Easy. I like to talk, so yeah. <laughs>